I think it's it's worth building on what you said earlier, Nika. Right, this idea that well that that is slightly demonic. It just it requires no metaphysics to it at all. It is a yeah. degraded connection between people. It is a an, an empty, hollow, and exploitative one. And when those mm-hmm. connections are in the, are that way, welcome, welcome to welcome to hell, basically. Yeah, yeah such sights yeah. to show you. Yeah, yeah. Something else, and this is maybe a, t- a side tangent, but like I feel like also the people that are being put on these pedestals, like they don't have this, the actual, like they know how to hustle and they know how to sell themselves, but they don't know how to, like, they don't know how to uh, take a hold of their responsibility as a leader. And in a time when something really bad is going on, they don't know what to do. And I felt like I could see that happen with Travis Scott, where it wasn't that he was ignoring it. He just didn't know what to do. And he didn't have the confidence to stop the show because he felt like, you know, you can just tell when someone's like, look, like, stop, like, you know, especially when, and I don't know this dude's history, but like, you know, growing up a punk and going to punk shows and like moshing and like being in dangerous situations and crowds, like even like the gnarliest punk band will stop the show because we know that there's a code. We know that there's a, there's, there's a way that this can get really, really violent and really bad and nobody want actually wants that, you know? And so I think just like having really irresponsible people at the helm of all this power is another thing that's like really dangerous. Yeah. What, 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 Nika, what you're saying about like the, um, the, the mosh pits, right? I think it goes back to that's the aesthetics of, of, um, sort of danger or even darkness or whatever. But that, that, that sort of that connection, whatever you want to call that, that thing we were talking about, spirituality or whatever, is not degraded. There is that care there. There is the recognition of the, of the other people as meaningful there in a mosh pit that wasn't, that is not there. And not just that kind of, um, of of event, but also, you know, in um, in, in big festivals, I, I find generally speaking, right, there is there is this sense that um, you know that that uh, the the people there are basically are basically expendable and are basically uh, you know cost and profit centers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the point of the mosh pit at a punk show is catharsis. You know, if, if you're going to see like a heavy. Um, dark band and you're moshing the point is a, is a kind of communal catharsis it is not uh individualized yeah, it's, dance. it's, it's dance. like a dance yeah yeah it's a purging uh but you know i've been thinking a lot about this like there is responsibility up the chain right like it's it's not just travis scott it's and nika you know this from playing festivals and touring but you have a tour manager you have a stage manager you have probably your own security at the show they interface with the venue's security uh you then have the police and you have the promoter and just as a small anecdote there's there's an article in the la times that came out yesterday by a guy who's been pushing for um large crowd you know festival safety since uh since the who's concert that you know claimed the lives of i think 11 or 12 people back in the late 70s and one of the things he brought up that I, I never saw anyone else talking about is the way security are told to deal with critical issues now, which is instead of putting themselves in danger and potentially get it, having to go on workers' compensation or deal with any of that or like, you know, not being able to work at the next show, they are told to stay out of the way of danger 
and call their supervisors, which when you're dealing with a stampede, you don't have those seconds to like get on your fucking phone. I mean, anybody who's been at a festival knows like you're not getting cell phone service anyway. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Like there's a, but there's a chain of, there's a chain of blame here. One thousand percent. And there were so many walkie talkies. There were walkie talkies on on stage that could see exactly what's going on. That's the insane thing. You know, like, you know where those walkie talkies are and they're everywhere and they could have stopped at any moment. And that's what's so infuriating is just like the total neglect. And uh, it's scary. You know, like we all love music. I'm sure, Riley, I don't know about you, but like I, I sure love music and Dan does. But um Riley you know, loves it's like it could have been any of, of us. <laughs> I do I, I love I love music, Chamber. just very specific <laughs> subset of it. Riley loves the kind of music where the kick drum is on the one, the two, the three, and also the four. And yeah, where, the, where there's then, a but then Yeah. But then, no, well, Dan, please. But then there's a hi-hat in between the first and second kick. And perhaps on the two and the four, there might be a snare, you know? I would say that it gives the song a little bit of something. What do you call this? A relentless character? There's an n sound followed by a t sound, and they come right after each other. <laughs> now, what's, what's the BPM sitting at? What do we think? BPM sits around 120, usually maybe goes up a little higher, yeah, 136. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, thereabouts. Uh, you know, that's the genre of music I like is those elements together. Um, <laughs> but but I, I guess uh, one thing I want to ask, and I mean, this is sort of totally diverging from my episode plan, which is how I know it's going well, uh, <laughs> is, I mean, I, I've, have either of you guys ever felt like you needed to, it's time to stop a show? Oh, yeah. Uh, Nika, what about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was usually weather reasons. Like, it was, it was like storming, and it seemed like an, an electrical safety issue. That's it. <laughs> right. I I've, I've definitely played, because I, I used to play in hardcore bands, I've definitely played shows where I've noticed people getting injured, and I've stopped and yelled at the audience. But those were in you know, basements and it was a hundred people and very easy to uh, control the crowd in that way. Cause you're the guy with the microphone. Hey, and you stopped right? the show. Yeah. You stopped the show. Right. But also, um, I don't know. I remember playing a show with Wolf Parade, a festival in, uh, in Arizona where I felt like the heat conditions and the accessibility of water and toilets were, were like the more time I spent at the festival, the more I was like, this is a death trap. Like, yeah. And I felt very uncomfortable playing that show. I didn't, I didn't feel good when I got off stage, like physically, I didn't feel good, but psychologically, like I felt like I had contributed to, um, to, <laughs> to like a big cattle pen, a big machine where people go out and money leaves their pockets. And then, uh, they, they, they they leave the other side dehydrated and like uh, in danger of fainting. Um, definitely a couple of festivals where I've I've seen pit fights and stuff. I don't know. It's it's difficult, but nothing ever nothing ever where I felt like the loss of life was uh, imminent. You know, never, never, never. But um, it happens. And it's scary. I mean, there's even like I thought about the ghost ship fire from a couple of years ago. And that yeah. was one of, you know, they say this is one of the deadliest concerts in U.S. history. I think that one we lost 30 people or so. like, 
an insane amount. And so no matter what, you know, whether it's the musicians or the fans or both of them, we're being pushed into these incredibly unsafe conditions in order to do what we do. Yeah. And I mean, and and you ask the question, who's doing the pushing? It's always the same people. It's always the it's always the people who stand to financially benefit most from the from the event going on. You know, it's uh, it is. It, it it is it is it is that old vampire capital. Yeah. Uh, yet again, uh, uh, basically, uh, just because because it's the the simple fact is um, there. It, it's anyone putting on an, a festival is incentivized to look at the uh, at the sort of requirements to make it a humane place to be, and then say how close can we cut this to the bone? How much? How, how what's the minimum amount we can do? To make it so that we're sued the least. Like, what's the Pareto optimality? Also, these people are planning a festival on a spreadsheet. It's like, yeah, spreadsheets, you know, you can make numbers fit any way you want, you know, but it's like you you got to actually go into a space and go, wait, this isn't safe and we need more security, you know, because people were just like entering in, like just trespassing or whatever, like gates came down. It's just... You, that doesn't happen because you have enough staff either. It's just like it's all a mess, and no one seems like anyone who put this on did not know how to put on a festival, which is sad. Because fifty thousand people were there, <laughs> like yeah. obviously it's a very successful endeavor. It's like people want to be there, but it's like, have you done this before? I don't know. It's really scary. I think the other thing no one's talking about too uh, is is that prior to COVID, right? Like, so if we can, I mean. We can assume that uh, the sort of cost cutting, corner cutting, uh, spreadsheetization of of these festivals is exacerbated by the fact that they feel like that they've been uh, they've lost money that was owed to them during uh, during the pandemic. Before the pandemic, festivals in North America were on thin ice. Like the the festival model itself was kind of mirroring the rest of the economy in that. You know, it became like almost this too big to fail thing. But if you drill down into the into the numbers of a lot of the big festivals, it's like they were on the rocks 